0: How's it going? This is Edgar Traves with another episode of The Flow Roll Podcast. On today's show, I have a very special guest, writer-director Eric Matson. He's recently posted his latest film on YouTube, which is named Duality of Memory. If you guys like listening to the show, make sure you head on over to Podcast.com, check out more of the episodes, and shop at the store. If you like that, you can find more nonsense on Instagram under our name, The Floral. It was great catching up with my friend, Eric. It's been years. It's been years. And uh, it was really good to see him and talk to him again. Uh, I hope you guys like the episode. He's a very interesting cat. He's got a lot to say about film. And he's experienced in the independent filmmaking area. So he's been at it for years. For years. Just so you know, I'll place all his information in the description. You'll find his YouTube channel, along with all the other movies he's created. Whenever you hear the scratch, that means, you know... It just means that I goofed. Anyway, here's the show. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otra Vez. And today on the episode, we have a very good friend of mine, old friend, and man, it's been years, but my buddy, Eric Madsen, who is also a filmmaker and has just released a movie by the name of uh, Duality of Memory. But anyway, uh, how's it going, Eric, man?
1: It's going great. I'm really happy to have my new film out there. It took a long time to get get the film done. I have a wonderful cast and crew. Um, The coronavirus did not help uh, anyone. Obviously, it was terrible, but but I I'm very happy with how the film turned out. It's the movie I wanted to make.
0: Excellent. Well, it's, I mean,
1: it's, just, when I wrote it, when I wrote the script, which took some time. Writing has never never goes fast. Writing always all art, all art takes time. But when I, this script, this script was a little different because I combined a bunch of different writing that I'd done into one character's voice. And and Edgar, you saw the film. Yes. The, the, the voice, the main character's voice. It, it all it, I combined many different poems I'd written, the stories I'd written, things I've thought about. Just just film in general. You actually know what was a big influence on this film? Apocalypse Now. Interesting. Marlon Brando in in, the, in Shadows. That was influenced when I directed it. Because I had to, it took a while to write this. It was very, it was complicated to write this because, because with Marlon Brando's character of Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now, was he was shot a lot in shadows. So I used a lot of shadows in there and used used just different themes and different aspects. Obviously, it's not a Vietnam movie and it's not a war movie. No. And you saw it yourself, and it was like. I combined all these aspects of different poems I'd written. And it took, it, it was, it took a long time. It took a long time to write this, that script. But then when I, when I finally was like, this is it. This is, this is the script I want to shoot. And when you watch that film, that is exactly the script. That's exactly what I wanted to do.
0: So I have, a, I have quite a few questions about how... Uh, like a lot of the kind of craftsmanship part of it because I'm curious to know, because I mean, you, you, you do these movies like on a short on a shoestring budget. Right. So like, unfortunately,
1: unfortunately, yes.
0: But you don't understand. I find that amazing. I've always appreciated that part of it because when I was in film school, like the legend of like uh, Roberto Rodriguez was huge Right, because he made the uh, El Mariachi, on like I don't know, like two grand or something, you know, and and it's ridiculous to make a film film because he didn't have video, we, he 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 doesn't he didn't have all the technology yeah, nothing, that nothing, yeah, so nothing. so like to the uh, I think one of the one of the interesting things about our time is is that anybody can pick up a camera and and. And make a, a movie, and I mean it's all over Instagram, right? So I'm it's
1: over the internet, yeah, all, all
0: over the internet. And people are making movies, but you're you're you know these people are like, well, I'm going to do a TikTok dance, no, a TikTok dance, and here I go, and that's a movie, unfortunately, right? But uh, but <laughs> but then there there's people who who think about story, who take time to kind of develop the story, et cetera, and put it in a film and then, you know, apply the the, 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 what's in the frame to what you're doing in the story, et cetera, et cetera, all the symbolism, all this stuff you pour into it. Right. So, but I love to hear about some of the, the, the things you did to make this movie, like how much did it cost, what cameras you used? Did you edit yourself? Did you get someone else to edit it? Were, you know, because you and I edited one of your movies, Lines.
1: Was Do it Lines? Well, we edited Lines and Gratitude. And Gratitude. gratitude. Was, yeah. This film was, well, first of all, with I had an amazing cast and crew. Yes. My DP shooting the film, like you mentioned, the technicality of it. D- the DP, Jason Dykler was my DP, on, on my last two films, actually. And I've worked with him on many different film projects and he's probably the best DP in Chicago. And he can do anything. He can light it, he can shoot it. I just, and we just talk and he's so easy to work with. He's fantastic. And we just, he's, uh, he's the DP that I, I always want to go with. And I've worked with him and my producer, Kevin Epperson on many different projects. We call ourselves the film family. (laughs) Nice. Or the family. Because we worked on so many film projects. I mean, for several, several projects, several years. And also, we recently, well, before this pandemic happened, we were working with Ari Langman, who is the first Jason in the first Friday the 13th movie.
0: Oh yeah. He's
1: the first he was the first Jason Voorhees in the first Friday the 13th movie. And he's got a band called First Jason. And we've been shooting some films and some music videos for him. Again, this is before the pandemic happened, but i we've been working with him, and that's been great. And all the it, it's about Friday the 13th. It's great, it's fantastic. Kevin Epperson directs that a lot. I Kevin Epperson and I have known each other for over 20 years. We've worked on several films. We actually we met on the first film called Design. We Uh we were both PAs. We were like in our early twenties. You know what I mean. This is at the beginning of all everything. This is at the very start of our you know film careers and stuff like this. But also my editor on my editor on Duality of Memory. You know what his name is? What is his name? Brilliant editor Dan. Hope you see this. (laughs) You know what his name is? Daniel J Lewis.
0: (laughs) No, it's not. One letter
1: off. Daniel it- J. Lewis. <laughs> and Daniel J. Lewis. What? J? Change the D to a J. Exactly the same. Brilliant editor. I think, all- <laughs> was, I think he's living in Florida right now, but he—he's the one that edited Duallt memory, and he's edited a lot for Kevin. But you—you you saw Duallt. He was—he—he he cut that movie, and he did a damn good job.
0: Yeah. So then, how did you get the film to him if you were living in Chicago and he's in Florida?
1: Our wonderful, well, no, he cut this before he moved.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: no, he cut this, he cut this before he moved. Because actually, I finished the film a while ago. I, I you No, know, you know what? You know what's interesting? I finished the film before the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic hit. I had a final cut. And I thought, you know what? Okay, well, this pandemic, I was like most people. I was like, well, this pandemic's not going to last very long. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. You know, I, I was not correct. I thought, well, it'll last uh, a few weeks, a few months. And then I'll just rent out a theater and and just screen it there. No. It, that that didn't work. So I waited and I waited and I had a final cut. And everyone's like, what's happening with your movie? Yeah. Everyone kept, everyone kept asking me, what, what's going on with your movie, man? You finished a long time ago. And I'm like, well... The coronavirus, that's why I screened it um, online. So
0: I have to ask. I, I,
1: didn't, I didn't have any other choice. Yeah, was yeah. no other choice, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, because people the people that you worked with are waiting for, for that release, right? I mean, they, they, they want to see the work that you did.
1: The, they, they, they worked their asses off on that movie. They mm. want to see it. I mean, any film I worked on, I want to see as well. Yeah. So so eventually it was like I, the only option was to release it online, and now, now I'm now I am, I'm go, I'm going to start submitting to film festivals. Um, I got to save a little bit of money right now. It's these are weird times, man. These yeah. are hard times because, but I'm going to start submitting to film festivals, even though part of me doesn't really know how that's going to work with film festivals. Because can anyone or film can anyone really go? with the coronavirus you know what i mean i want i want i trust me i I love film festivals i've been going to them for years but you know do i spend all this money to submit to film festivals but then again they might be doing it virally also so
0: yeah they might be doing online it's
1: difficult it's difficult right now to have a film that's done Mm. and you know what i mean you know what i'm saying.
0: No, I, I know exactly what you're saying because the film festival is, you know, I mean, just like the theaters. I mean, it's it's an in-person thing, right? Yes. And uh, part of part of of what happens during the judging is is that the people who are judging are also influenced by the audience, right? Um, uh, that's a good question because I mean, if you stream it, for example, like let's say the Sundance. I don't know, is Sundance still doing their thing, probably.
1: Um, I don't know if they're doing it with a lot of people, maybe with like social distancing and stuff like that.
0: Because Sundance don't don't they have like a channel or something? Like they could probably stream it or something. You know, they could probably stream all the movies, but then like like how does that help? Because I mean part of you know, because here's another question that I wanted to ask you is is, you, is part of you, you wanting to screen it at a theater, is that also how you make a little money back on the film? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. So this, so this putting out on YouTube really hurt you financially for the production of the movie?
1: Not if I take it off YouTube.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I can take
1: it off YouTube and screen it that way. I, I, I no, I mean, I put it on YouTube just to get the movie out there. That's all yeah. I cared about. I had to show the movie. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just had to show the movie. And you know what? At some point, you get, you, you, get to a point where you just don't even care about the money. You made this movie for people to watch. Yeah, your money. You know what? It, maybe it make takes a financial hit. I don't care. I uh, well, I could take it off YouTube anytime. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I, I think I already have. Maybe I have a terrible Well, I'm, well I sent you. I send yeah, it to you, you. sent it
0: to me. I was able to see it. But here, well, I mean, you make a good point about like you made the movie for people to see it. That's what art is about. Art absolutely is to be consumed. It's put out there for people to see. Uh, if if you don't, if nobody's seeing the art. It's not art. It's something else. You know, it's
1: just am I going to make it just for myself? No, I make it for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And for everyone that was involved in it, whether
0: they love it or hate it. Right. Or whether 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 they misinterpret it doesn't matter. It's out there. And some of that you're not going to get until you put it out there. Right. Then you realize
1: you put it out there. And if they hate it, I don't care if they love it. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> well but at the same time that's the reason you do it if yeah. there's if, if you don't want to show i don't care if you're a filmmaker a writer a musician a poet um or like fredo is brilliant right drawings yeah and or a comic book writer it doesn't matter if you if you just do it for yourself hey you know what i you know what if you just do it for yourself go ahead just do it for yourself mm-hmm. but i'm not yeah. I want I want other people to see it. I want other people to see my work. I'm doing it for other people to be entertained, to think, to be to really in, enjoy something. That's it. Well, just no, to enjoy something. One, one to, of the, if they like it, they do. If they don't, don't care. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the problems too with with art, right? And and why people some people don't don't do too well with don't do too well with showing their art is that they put so much of their time effort their soul into that piece right whatever it is whether it's a painting or a film or whatever and then it's like it's like people come over and whether if they love it it feels fantastic right and if they hate it it's like they fucking ripped your head your 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 heart out and stepped all over it and it's it's uh it's torturous in that nature right it it, it and so, it can
1: be. and and it can be. But you but have. To... I gotta say something. I yeah. don't care. Go for it. I don't...
0: Well, I understand. I understand. I want
1: people to like it. I yeah. want. I want everyone to like everything I do. But that's never gonna happen. That's
0: never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. Someone's gonna hate it for whatever crazy fucking reason. Like ninety nine percent of the country could love your movie, but there's gonna be that one percent. That one percent who just wants to be different. You know, who's going to say Yeah, they it? want to
1: be like, this yeah. sucks. Like somebody, yeah. I read on IMDb that somebody was like, that somebody actually said Shawshank Redemption is the worst movie ever made. And I'm like, Why? you're an idiot. What?
0: You're an idiot. Uh, no, no, you see, well, they, they- I mean,
1: somebody actually said that. Shawshank Redemption is the worst movie ever made. I'm like, is, you're embarrassing yourself. I, don't- I, don't even well, if you do think that don't say it out loud. Well there's there's, plenty
0: of, there's there's plenty of people who who it's easy to throw hate out, right? I mean it's easy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really easy, you know, but but like it, it it's it, it's people who don't who don't create, right? I mean if if you even if you really thought that you would still just keep that shit to yourself cuz you know how hard it is to make something, right?
1: You know, it's, I, yeah, we both do. We yeah. both do. And you know what else, everyone's a critic. Everybody. Everyone, everyone's a critic. Even if they don't write it on the internet or they don't write it in newspaper or whatever, Mm. it's just it's every everyone has opinions. Of course they do. I do. You do. Everyone does. Of course. It's like you you can't. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna sit there and tell me Shawshank Redemption is the worst movie ever made, (laughs) you're. I mean, you're just embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Well, I don't.
0: I don't know about all that, but yeah, like. Like, why are you going around saying that? That's silly. It's, it's silly. It's, yeah.
1: It's you, silly. Just just come on. Please. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like, well, I mean, I you know, some people put up a front, right? Like people, people really want to be more than what they are. They want to
1: push the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> They're well, just embarrassing themselves. Well, well,
0: they think, they think, uh, they think, uh, you know, shitting on something is cool, right? This is like, everybody likes to fucking shit on stuff. Nobody wants to like, sit around and you're like, you know what? That's actually pretty cool. You know, I like it for this reason, or I like it for that. Or just, I like it. There's nothing wrong with saying I like it. There's nothing wrong with being honest and actually liking something that everybody else likes.
1: Exactly. You like, know? you know, for example, Star Wars The Phantom Menace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bastard. <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a masterpiece. I mean, godfather. The Godfather Casablanca Phantom Menace Part 2 Whatever it is called Anyway (laughs) um, Although I will say Yoda was great in that Fuck Anyway um, (laughs) Real quick I I don't know We discussed this already I don't think we did um, My cast in my new film to Your Memory Yes Carl Zedeker. She's late. She plays the main character. You saw the film. Yes. She was in season one of 24 with Kiefer oh. Sutherland. Oh, wow. She was in a movie with Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. She was in, uh, the, I, think she, I think she told me she was in a movie with Kate, um, John Malkovich. I don't even know. She's been She's worked with everyone. She, um, actually, no one else. She worked with Steven Soderbergh.
0: She's not a bad actress, she's pretty good. She Okay, so pretty good. She's brilliant. Well, of course. But look, but so one of the things I wanted to ask you about uh, so your writing process. So you said this took you a long time. How long how many how many years did this take you again?
1: That's a hard question to answer because I took so much writing that I've done over the years mm-hmm. and I just kind of started looking at it and started revering it. And I, so some of the writing I might have done five years ago. Some of it I had done one year ago. So your
0: your first draft was completed when? Would you say?
1: Probably around twenty sixteen. The real draft, the real first draft. I think I did around twenty seventeen, because it it, everything that was combined. It's it's complicated. No, I understand script to write. Yeah, this yeah. was a hard script to write because the I I'd combined so much of what I and this is writing I've done three, four, five years ago, and I started just reviewing everything, and I just kind of combined and I looked at it and I'm like, if I combine all of this into one character, this is this is going to be good. This is going to be good, and it's and you saw the film. It's all voiceover and. I don't know why I did that. Like I'm <laughs> <the screen. laughs> Anyway, not important. Um, but it's yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how it went. I was I was reviewing a lot of writing I'd done, and I combined it and rewritten it into one character, and I went from there. Okay. And it worked. It worked.
0: So um, so you you wrote the so you don't know how long it took because you had pieces of different scripts that you combined. So the I would final. Say,
1: I would say once I got the first draft done, I spent probably another year on it, and but I was using I was using writing I'd done for years, not not like twenty years or ten years or anything. I like understand. That. Yeah. But but no, it was, it was, writing's always hard. Writing's the most important thing for me. Mm. It's much more important than directing. I'm a musician too, so, but writing comes first. Writing always has come first for me my entire life. Ever, forever. So it was, it, so it, uh, I would say, I would say the script took me a year to write. Okay. Co- combining everything and just making it into what the film is today. Okay. It that is, makes sense. It, it, t- it took about a year. It took yeah. everybody here. And, this, and the movie is exactly what I wanted to do.
0: Okay. So then um, once you had your script, once you had your script, how long did it take you to get from script to getting the cast together to actually shooting?
1: <sighs> well, first of all, that's that's a good question. That's an excellent question because while I was writing it, I was always produ- I was also at the same time producing a film with Kevin Epperson called The Courtship, which is brilliant, and I was a producer on it. And a lot of the same cast and crew on the Courtship are in my film, so I was that was going on. We were we were, we were making that film, which is. Excellent. And then uh, while we were shooting that, I spoke with Kara Zetker. And we didn't really know each other really well. We'd met. We'd met. And then I showed her the script. So while we were doing the courtship, I gave her the script. And we had some meetings. And then I, you know, cast some other people. And then same DP, same producers, same everyone. A lot of the same actors. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic because these people are so talented. I I would I would be I would be an idiot if I don't use the same people because they're so talented. Mm. But so when I but but from beginning to what your question from when I started writing to final cut.
0: Well, uh, it took you how long to get your cast together, and then from oh. from that point. How long did it take you to get the production going, and then finish? Uh, let, let's say you finish just the production part of it, like post production. We can talk about how long that took you. But I wanna, I, I wanna kinda get a, sen- I wanna get a sense for how long all each each part of this took.
1: Well, pre-production, rehearsal, rehearsal, and I, as a director, I really think the rehearsal process is very important however i don't believe rehearsals should go on too long because over rehearsing can make the actors bored i have always believed that Mm. because a a bored actor makes a bored scene and a bored scene makes a boring movie which makes the audience bored Mm. so when i when i met with the actors we had some rehearsals I don't like to rehearse a lot, but rehearsal is vital. Just if if nothing else, everyone can just get comfortable with each other. You uh-huh. know, the actors, the actors, the cast, the curl, things of this nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's very important.
0: Well, I was really sold on the relationship between Kara and the and the man, Guy Wick.
1: Yeah, Guy Ritchie, yes, yes, yeah, he's
0: fantastic. So, like, he them two, I was really convinced that there was a relationship there. Like, I didn't have a problem believing that there's a relationship there. Um, but um, uh, I, you know, I, 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 not to get off I track.
1: Yeah, I I've got to tell you a really funny story about Guy. Sure.
0: Yeah, go for it. Uh,
1: <laughs> we were shooting a scene in a bar when all there's all these Cara and Joanne Dubach. And all these other females are all dancing together and yes. guys sitting at the bar watching. When we were this is not in the film, but when we were shooting the film, <laughs> this is this is great. Uh, there was a TV in the bar in the back, which was on mute. But while we were shooting, a, a, a commercial, guy was the lead in, came on TV so i said everyone stop look at the tv and guys stood up like that's him that's, that's him!" Funny. That's and funny. everyone's like yeah and everyone just everyone just gave him an applaud because it's like because he's getting cast a lot and as he showed he's a great actor but while we were shooting a commercial came on <laughs> with that, the actor in the room yeah that's, in the room that's funny you know, it was fantastic it was perfect <laughs>
0: so um anyway um so in that scene that you're talking about uh for a minute there i was confused as to what was going on because i'm like the
1: scene the scene
0: the scene where they were dancing while the women were dancing and 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 uh, guy wick was in the corner i didn't know that guy wick was in guy wiki wiki or wick
1: wiki if you hear this i'm sorry
0: yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I've been saying it wrong. So, guy, guy, Wiki, guy, Wiki's in the corner and he's he's watching the the women, right? So, I mean, I get I get what was happening there. I just thought for a minute there there was a little bit of a separation, and I was wondering like, wait a minute, uh, that's just the girl party. Like, where are all the dudes? All the where are all the creepy dudes that always want to hit on women? You know, like. So I was just like, that never happens. you Because
1: know? <laughs> he was there to look at her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no
1: he was there to look at Hannah. The... I, thought,
0: I thought it was like a house party and it was just weird. No, well, and... the
1: scene's on a bar. You yeah. see, when you watch it, when you no, watch no, no, the scene, yeah. it's, the scene's in a bar. It's in the yeah. same bar. It's in the as, same it,
0: as it plays out, it, it clarifies all the all Yeah. That, right? But he's
1: looking at that girl that's not his wife.
0: Yeah. And she's yeah.
1: looking right back at him. That's what that scene is.
0: Yeah. I had a, I, I, I saw that and I was just like, you know, of course. You know, you, you're you're trying to invoke an emotion, right? And I'm like, I was sitting there's like
1: that fucking guy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an asshole. He's, then, you know, that's one thing about this film is they're all kind of bad. Yeah. Cause they're all I mean, Hannah and Guy are cheating on each other. She kills them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I,
0: I think people will be yeah, like,
1: I'll, but, put a... but you know, they're all kind of but but the, the point of the film is that that she's dealing with this struggle, this, the, the mental struggle, what do I really do here? She finds out her husband's cheating on her with her not only her best friend, but many other people and she said what do i do and that's what the movie's about it's about how do you create memories how do you, how what, how do memories anything can happen anything can happen how do you how do how do memories become memories and that's what the movie is it is is she knows she's going to whether whatever decision she makes if she decides to do it that will be a memory she'll remember for the rest of her life. If she decides not to do it, that will be a memory she decides for the rest of her life. That's you know that's really what it comes down to. So is she's thinking about killing him, mm-hmm. and she's thinking about killing her best friend who's sleeping with her husband, and they think about like really, whichever decision she makes, she will remember that. That will be a memory of hers forever.
0: I found the conversation between. Um, her and that older woman interesting right
1: that's probably the best scene in the movie When well, she buys the box when
0: well, she box. gets the box because it was yep. in a it was in a room that looked I thought they were like court or something and I thought it was already um, after something happened to the guy you know whether he left or died or whatever um, and my interpretation of the of, of that particular scene again initially it clears up because by the, by the end of the scene, you know what happens. The turn happens. You know that it's a gun, et cetera. But initially, I thought, is she in court? Did she go to court? Or, or, it was,
1: oh, go ahead, or,
0: or is this kind of like now, because is this now like some kind of like sci-fi story? Because for a minute there, I thought it was a sci-fi story. And I thought that in the box was a way for her to forget stuff and and so like when when she opened the box i was waiting for like the like lights and bolts and whatever and and something like hit her and then she like forgot that she got cheated on and then she just moves on with her life but no it was like there's a gun and i'm like oh okay (laughs) a lot easier to understand (laughs)
1: it was that's actually it's i love the fact that you brought that up Because I love, that's probably one of my favorite scenes. And it was, it took me a while to cast that character of the one that gives her the box. Because we don't know what's in the box. And we know she's there for a very particular reason. Hannah, the main character, Kara Settker. She's there to get the box. But we don't see what's in the box. But in their conversation, I love the fact that you brought that up. Because that's actually one of my favorite scenes, too. And they, when they look, in the, we don't know what's in the box until she opens it up and then takes care of business.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, I have to ask, who is the woman? Who is the, the older woman that gives her the box? Who is she? You, you have to tell me. Come on, man. Come on. Don't, don't keep it. For, who is she? How, why does she have a gun? What, what office is that? Like, there's more there, right?
1: Who do you think she is? I don't know. A secret agent? I uh, want, I want I, secret agents, maybe. Gangster? Okay. Gangster? Maybe.
0: Not in an office like I, that. I
1: want, I want the audience to make their own decisions. I do. Okay. I, so that's why people have asked me this question many times. And I'm like, you, you decide
0: okay so this I, is kind of like i know the, uh, i know
1: I, it may be more i um, mean because you, you i think i think on i'm if you look at imdb have you looked at mdb yes Trump? i i have but i, I didn't think about I think, at I, named her. Her, I think i named her donatella and the reason i named her donatella it's a female name it's italian and what are the first three letters Don D O N Don. Oh, so look at some old. Don or Don D O N Don. Like, but I made a female name, Donatella, okay. and that means the Don of the Mafia. Oh, okay, it's,
0: okay. She's okay,
1: female. She's yes. a female, so it had to be a female name. I didn't want Donna. I wanted something that would be more obscure, something more not abstract. Yeah, something more broad. Uh-huh, so I went to uh-huh. Donatella. It was still Italian, still Don. Interesting. Oh, I should have admitted that. <laughs> Why? I I because want I want, it, I want to know. She's a mob boss. She's a mob boss. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> She's a mob boss. I like this. Oh. I love that she's a mob boss, and that's a great actress. Her but, name's Linda Porter. Uh-huh. Her name's Linda Porter. I assistant directed a play with Grove Players Counties, and she was in it, and she was absolutely brilliant. I assistant directed a play, and she was. I was like, yeah. she, Linda Porter read for the role of Donatella, and and she was great, and that's why I cast her.
0: Yeah no dude don't don't feel like you have to hold back. You can cuss your ass off on this show. I, I don't care.
1: I don't, I oh yeah. Fuck 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 <laughs> fuck fuck motherfucker. Yeah. I'll yeah. say whatever I want. Thank uh, you very much. Yeah, yeah I didn't no. know that. Okay. I was just
0: like I was like why are you why are you like so worried about cuz cuss-
1: yeah. I'll fucking say whatever fuck I want. Yeah. Just don't okay. get also, also I, you know I've I've Joanne Dubach is also in. In she plays the the best friend, the girlfriend.
0: Yes, the the who, treacherous friend.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. And Joanne Dubach is an amazing actress. And you know what else? She's a Jeff nominated actress.
0: Oh, nice. So she's a,
1: it's essentially she's like Chicago's version of the Tony Awards. That's nominated. very nice.
0: That's, that's awesome. She's, she's, she's accomplished. Brilliant. Yes. So, um, yeah, because, and you can tell, you can tell that the, the caliber of actor that you're, the, that you're using for, for, for this movie is, is way up there now. Um, but I, I have
1: appreciate to, appreciate that. thank yeah,
0: you. I have and to, things, I, things
1: I have, are great actors.
0: you know what I have to admit though, like I liked your casting of Guy Wiki. uh, because and, and and please guy wiki if you're listening to this please don't take offense he's he's like the very average looking guy but it's convincing the way he plays it like i'm i believe that this guy can get women because of his confidence like he's that kind of guy right like he's not he's not he doesn't look like ryan reynolds or anything right he's
1: ryan reynolds looks like a damn alien
0: Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> what Sorry, Ryan. Mr. Ryan Reynolds I, uh, I love you Ryan Edgar Otravez has nothing to do with what may be said on the <laughs> on the oh, yeah. flow road podcast anyway well, no but but you know what I'm saying like
1: I like, don't actually think men are good looking some straight um, but I will say um, um Edgar <laughs> Edgar's not Edgar's pretty cool looking <laughs>
0: Oh, well, thank you. You're pretty handsome yourself. <laughs> I know I am.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm straight.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm straight as well. Just, just putting it out there. Nothing wrong with any 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 choice you make. But anyway, um, uh, but but no. What I'm saying, like, I was I was impressed by the way he played it. Like it was. I I, I very much believed that he's capable and and, and of of doing that kind of thing like he was a believable actor you know so i really kind of like because at first i looked at him i was like oh he looks like a normal dude that's cool you know that's she got herself a man you know like because i mean she's going through the narration right she's talking about her past experiences and or maybe experiences that happen because we don't really have a sense of when this story took place right there's just narration but i don't know if the narration is happening after the fact and this is a memory or if this is before the fact that or this is before the fact and she's she's had other bad experiences that she's uh recollecting on whatever the case <laughs> right, whatever the case you know you know that she's she's gone through some stuff and she comes across this man and then you're thinking oh look at that she found herself a man right like you're thinking she's gonna move on this guy looks and acts like a normal nice dude and then you find out that he's not the nice, normal dude. And I believed every step of the way I, I believed it. Every step of the way I was in it. You
1: know? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's not. And it's interesting you say about time frame. Because when you watch the film, I throw out time. I don't care about time in no. the film. Because some, part takes place, t- some parts of the film takes place in the summer the winter the, the the fall the spring it just it kind of like I specifically wanted it to spread out that this is going on for a while
0: yeah I, yeah.
1: I wanted to, I wanted to do that and with my shooting schedule I kind of had to yeah <laughs> but but that was that was also like showing that, This was going on for. This was continuing. It was continuing. Yeah, Yeah, no. I I, appreciate and and I really respect and appreciate what you said about Guy. He gave a great performance. And sorry, thank you for that. He, I, I I had a great cast. Yeah, no. Excellent
0: cast. Well, yeah, you, you did, you did have an excellent cast. Um. So the other thing I wanted to ask was, okay, so now, how long did production take? This was pre-pandemic, so you probably had a normal sc- a shooting schedule. But even with that, how difficult was it? How long did it take you to get, to get all your shots, everything in the can, including pickups?
1: Oh, my God. It was, well, shooting. The shooting was spread out because of scheduling. Of course, and, yeah. and well, not just scheduling, but uh, the great, great Kara Zedeker, who is one of the best actresses on the planet. I um, mean, she is SAG. Yeah. So I had to deal with you know the her union, and I had, and I couldn't go one minute over schedule, and she she gets cast <laughs> a lot, as she should
0: very cool and
1: she's so she's that good i mean yeah. who would who wouldn't cast cars that but it was also a, a question sometimes there was weather involved but it was and and it is when a sugar film oh god there is so many issues there is weather that comes into it there's 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 locations that come into it um there's but it was the the shooting was it actually only took I think eight or nine days and but it was spread out over multiple months and it but it was great it was a good shoot it was but it, but it was in every single. Season, you know yeah, it, yeah. We started in the summer, and it was like ninety degrees out or something. But when you watch the film, you can see all of it, and yeah. I, which actually turned into my advantage.
0: Yeah. No, I, I got the, I got, I did get. You know what? I didn't even know that was not intentional, or if it was. You know because uh i just accepted it, it. No, it i just accepted it, it as time passed yeah totally it totally works like it i that i thought that that was your original intention like i just thought that you wanted to show the seasons passing it was
1: it was part of my intention but it worked i don't know what to say <laughs> when you when you direct when, when you direct a film it's the hardest thing there's nothing harder than directing so then- oh my God! I've directed. I my first feature film was Julie's Smile, and it, it was that that well weather we uh, that was in 2010. That was a great film, but it was completely different than than Duality. But I was yeah yeah it was directing is hard yeah for <laughs> That's sure. What I'm getting at. Well, that yeah, I mean, is getting that. directing is very, very hard.
0: Yeah. Well, I imagine you're, you're dealing with, with personalities, people, scheduling, equipment, etc. Right. So
1: I would say scheduling is the hardest. Mm. Scheduling actors, cast, crew, if your DP might have another shoot.
0: Yeah.
1: If, if, your, DP, if your DP might have a shoot, your actors might have another shoot. It's, you know, especially when it's an independent film. You know, if you don't have a lot of money on it, and I don't, but it's, it's, uh, but are the quality films? I mm-hmm. made a short film between Julie Smile and, and Dwellers. Memory. Dwell, uh, did you see, did you see The Beauty of Fire?
0: I saw, I saw it's that.
1: A, it's a short film. I didn't see,
0: I didn't see the, I didn't see the short, I didn't see the short film. I did want to kind of, I I wanted to go look for it. I I didn't uh, get it. I'm sure, but like, it wasn't readily available. And I, it was kind of hard for me to look for it at the time that I was like watching stuff. But anyway, like, any um, no, I did not get to watch it. I promise you, I will watch it, and I'll let you know what I think. But it's,
1: um, uh, I've had many people say it's one of my better films. It's oh. eleven minutes. It's with Stacey Barra, who was the lead Julie Smile. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful act, Probably the best actress I've ever met in my life. So, and, you
0: you have well, quite a few things here on your IMDb. So, like you got you do a lot of producing.
1: Not not you know what can I say something I gotta sure, go
0: for it go for it
1: I love IMDB I love it but not everything filmmakers do are on IMDb they're not I mean I've worked on probably three times as many films that I'm credited with on IMDB and and no big deal I don't really care but it's true
0: yeah no, I, I can but understand yes. that.
1: But yeah, I my biggest credits are oh, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No,
0: go going. go for it. Keep going.
1: No, I love IMDB. <laughs> I use it all the time. It's come on, it's the best from website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I no.
0: Well, you're the one who introduced me to it. I am. Yeah. Really? Yes. Like when we when I'm we were working, when we were working together at that old job, which oh. will remain unmentioned.
1: You not uh, do not say it
0: out loud. I'm not going to say it out loud. I don't want to invoke the devil. Uh but like um but like when we used to work at that joint, uh you told me about IMDb and I was like how come I don't know about this place or this website. So I go ahead and look up IMDb and man, dude, it is you know, it's it's heaven, right? I mean, everything is there. All well, like almost everything, right? Like almost. you're dis- like you're saying, but I mean it's it's got it's got every movie at least right that you, you can find um and uh, you know it's amazing oh. to see how much has changed over the years but uh as far as one of the things i wanted to ask you is because you've not only you've not only been doing your own movies but you've also been on big sets like you've i believe you were you weren't you on uh a tom hanks movie was it maholland drive
1: no i was not on Maholland Drive.
0: what was Mulholland it drive? No, no. What was what what, what was a movie? You were on a movie
1: with Tom Hanks. I was very briefly on Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. I I don't
0: know what I what what did I Mahalendra?
1: Excellent film. Wonderful movie.
0: Uh, Road to Perdition.
1: Yeah, very. I was just like just uh, that was very that was very brief. But yes, I was.
0: Yeah. So you've been on there. You. I see that you are also. accredited as additional crew on dragonfly. So you've been around yes. real sets. you know what like a real set is like? So it's not just yeah. like you're, you're this small time guy. Right. And, and uh, that's me. <laughs> yeah.
1: are, you, are, you, are you referring to my height? No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, 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 I try to make quality films. No,
0: no, no, absolutely. No, I've, worked,
1: I, I've worked on some movies without had budgets. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, but what I'm saying is, is like, um, you know, there's there's like the the journeyman boxers that make a career of making you know doing boxing their whole life, right? And they do well, but you never see them, right? But they make they they you know some of these guys are pretty goddamn rich, you know. They just they fight their big fight, you know. They make it once, they lose to whoever or win who to whoever, and then they cash out, you know.
1: Before did you see the movie? Hey, did you see the movie The Fighter? With Mark Wahlberg and Chris Darrow. Yes, Durrell.
0: I did. I did. That
1: was. What would you think?
0: I loved it, man. I loved I did. it.
1: I loved And it. I, David Russell's uh, a director that I have some issues with, <laughs> but 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 the acting in that movie is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Well, <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> so.
0: How, how long did you say it was gonna take you like it, it took you like two years maybe between script between um starting production to the end of production
1: that sounds about right yeah okay yeah. and then so that then sounds, it was because well it takes a long time to get a script that's shooting that you're gonna shoot a, a shooting script that is like this is this is done yeah. That doesn't that, that doesn't have happen overnight. That huh. it it takes a while. It ta- it can't take years to yeah. get to get a script that's shootable. For me, it was more complicated because I've done other scripts because when I wrote when I wrote Julie Smile, I did it took me about it took me about I think I want to say a year and nine months to write that script with the with dual memory, I think it took me probably closer to maybe a year and a half I, okay. I I might be contradicting myself here, but it's it's it was hard to write that one because it was combining different writing that I'd done, and some of it's actually been published I've been published twice
0: oh wow, would you publish
1: But but I published two poems. Okay. And I'm going to get poemed. Uh, poemed. I'm going to get poemed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get published. Um, I'm, I, or at least I'm going to submit. I haven't been, they haven't accepted it yet. But I'm, there's a book coming out called The Who's Who of American Poets. And this is the same publishing company that's published me twice. So I'm, I'm going to submit a new one to them. And then they give a little like bio of your life and your writing experiences and things of this nature, and we'll see. I the deadline's the end of this month, May May thirty first. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna submit that. They, this is the same company that's already published me twice. So I I I'm not gonna lie. They've it's I have not been published three times, but they are probably going to. And they want to do. They want to put me in a book called "The Who's Who of American Poetry," and I, I am apparently, I'm apparently, the Who's Who of American Poetry. But they're only doing Americans, and they've published me twice already. So, it's so, the same company.
0: So when, so I mean, we all have day jobs. I have a day job. You know, yeah. You, do I? You, yeah. So like, what is your like? When you come home and you start writing, because I'm assuming you're working on something right now, right? I mean, I'm
1: always always writing. We all,
0: yeah, we all, all us creatives, we're always doing something, right? But
1: we're always working. It's work. It is work. It's hard work to be be an artist, to be a writer, to be a, to be a drawer, to be an illustrator.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's hard work.
0: It's it's very difficult too because there's other people that. That want our attention, right? And it's like, it's like, do I, you know, I, 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 at least I know it is for me, and I'm sure this is the same for you. Um, but don't let me put words in your mouth. But like, for me, it's like there's the pull, there's the call to do the thing that you feel you should be doing, right? You should be, you should be, in my case, illustrating. I should be drawing. I should be doing something, even if it's just a scribble. I should be doing that at all times.
1: It doesn't but go away.
0: It doesn't ever go away. And it doesn't it leave doesn't, me. It,
1: it, it doesn't go away. That artist draw to the, the, the No, no, it, it, no one else. It, but the fact no one else is involved. The fact that we need to do this. We need to be artists. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know we what you mean. We need
1: to be writers. We need to be drawers. The fact that we can't, we can't stop. We well, can never stop.
0: Like if, if, do you see the, the problem with me? I have my family, right? And I have, no matter what I do, I have this guilt, right? So like, if I don't spend time with my family, I feel guilty that I'm not spending time with my kids and my and my wife. But if I don't spend time doing the thing I that I feel that I should be doing, I also feel guilty for not doing the thing that I have. What you say in Spanish, you call it el don, the gift, the gift that you have. And I'm not spending time cultivating that, and I'm not spending and time creating. You committing. have, a you and have a as you as do you, sir. But like, thank you, thank but, you. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it calls me, and it is frustrating because I wish. I sometimes I wish I could just be a normal person. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to f- feel this need to create a story, or to to draw, or to make anything. I wish I could be left the fuck alone, so I can live a normal life like everybody else. Cash, you know, you know, come into work, you know, uh, cash that check, go home. And be with my family, but that's not like that for me. Uh, you alright?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. You just you just you just said something to you said something that's not just to me. You said it to all artists. Yeah. Because we all feel the same way. We because we all like we have our responsibilities, but we have we can't we can't stop. We can't stop doing. what We really the art that we want to do. We we can't stop. That's I, why I, I you, you 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 got you got me there, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I wasn't trying to, man. But but no, don't be yeah. sorry. Yeah, because it's real. It's it's that's how it is. I,
0: I I wish I just wish like I wish I could let it go. Like I wish I could just.
1: Do you really want to let it go, though? I don't.
0: I don't think I have a choice, man. <laughs> you know, like
1: you don't have a choice that you want to let it go or you don't want to let it go.
0: I don't have a choice that I could do either. Like I have to do what it. What does that mean? I
1: don't. I, I, don't
0: I, I, I don't. I want to let it go, but it's not gonna let me. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm addicted. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can't. I can't stop doing this thing. You know? I I can't. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta pick up. My pencil I don't, and, and illustrate
1: I don't, I don't why do you want to let it go? I can I, I, I don't ever want to let it go. I wanna I, I, I want to be a part of my life for the forever. Forever.
0: Well, there's there's a few reasons, right? Um
1: family,
0: family number one, right?
1: I understand. But I understand.
0: like the possibility, like the hope. I got a little gassy. Take there.
1: your time. Do whatever yeah. you want. Take so, your time.
0: Yeah, no, I got gassy. The, 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 the reason I want to let it go is so that I can be with my family, be with my kids, live a normal life, mow the lawn, you know, like fucking do that kind of shit. Whenever I'm not doing the thing I want to do, the passion or whatever you want to call it, I feel like I'm wasting time. Everything is, becomes a, a waste of time, and I don't like that for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that for me. And and I've i there's been several times I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done scribbling. Why am I gonna stay up all fucking night scribbling to only wake up in the morning, look at what I did, and fucking tear it up and throw it in the trash? You know what I'm saying?
1: Do you think that's a waste of time though? That I don't that doesn't sound like a waste of time, man. Oh no, that I mean like, it sounds like a good. Why Why do you think that's a waste of time? It's It's, it's not. Hard. That it, it. Of
0: course, but it's just um, I can't let it go. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could just be a normal person. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just.
1: You don't
0: like, think you're not a normal person right now? Oh, no. Fuck no. I'm not. A, fuck. Fuck no, I'm not a normal. Well,
1: <laughs> what is normal? Well, what, what is, is normal? Well, I don't even know what normal is these days. Well, is that well,
0: it's definitely not me, man. I mean, come on, it's you not know? me either. But like, um, but I don't. Um, I just, I, I wish, and, and I have a couple of things like this. Like I, and it's worse. These little hobbies, right? That 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 kind of sink their teeth their teeth into me, and then won't let me the fuck alone. So like uh, jujitsu is the other, the other one, right? I want to do it all the time. I want to do it all the time in spite of my body, in spite of the pandemic that we're in right now. I'm not. The only time I actually practice is when my kid's in the basement, right? But I don't practice jujitsu. I don't go to a a jujitsu school currently, although I, I am part of a group, but I'm not going there. And I. There's I have mixed feelings about it. There's all kinds of problems with me. Just me. Like nobody's nobody's forcing me. Nobody's telling me I have to do whatever. Nobody's doing any of that. Right?
1: Understood. That's it's, understood. It's,
0: it's it's me. It's in me. It's telling me I should be doing the thing, you know? And and I'm not. And I'm an asshole for not doing the thing I should be doing. And and it's just
1: but, but you still want to do the thing, you're being known.
0: Uh I don't know anymore.
1: Why? You don't know anymore?
0: I don't. I I just done it for so long. I don't know what it would be like to not have that thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, I I think so. But it's, I don't, I don't, you're, it's your life. It's, you know, it's your, when you say you don't know, you have that thing. Is that what you said?
0: I don't, I don't know why I have to do the thing why I have to do the illustration. Do you
1: want, do you want to do the uh, thing? That... It, that's it. The, the ultimate question is, do you want to do it or not?
0: Sometimes yes, it, sometimes no. Yes, because um, something in me just demands it. Right? But no, because there's that intense guilt that I should be spending time with my family you know, or spending time feel
1: guilty. Let me ask, you, I'm, I'm going to push you. I might have to push your buttons here. <laughs> but push the buttons. Go ahead. Why, why, why would you feel guilty about feeling, spending time with your family or, and, and you shouldn't feel guilty about anything. It I doesn't do... sound like you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel guilty about anything you're doing. You are not feel guilty about dealing with, with your family or, be, or, or doing your art.
0: If I'm, if I'm doing, if I'm doing my art, I'm not spending time with my family right and and these these years especially right now they're young i'm i'm never going to get these years back you know thankfully we have the pandemic and i shouldn't say thankfully but the current circumstance that we have has created uh a situation where i can see my kids throughout the day and i selfishly have been relishing it like i've I, i've been loving it but that's
1: not selfish but that's not selfish at all well i mean it's not selfish to want to be with your family and want to be with your children that's not selfish well i mean don't call it selfish
0: i understand but it's it's the situation that we're all in it's kind of
1: it sucks
0: it sucks and and for me to be yay pandemic you know it's just like uh not a good thing right but um it's not but but uh, the the upside of of it is again, like I'm spending time with my family that I would that I'm never going to get back. Like the minutes, the hours that the 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 days are flying by. I'm never going to get this time back, and I get to spend these days. You know, instead of like when I go get a coffee, I'm not sp- I'm speaking to Joe Schmo at the cooler. You know, I'm 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 going to go I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to see my kids. You know, and, and and that's, you know, Joe Schmo don't give a fuck about how my day is going, you know what I'm saying? And maybe I care about Joe Schmo, you know, I'm a nice guy, right? But I care a hell of a lot more about how my son's day is going and I get to see it happen while I'm, you know, while this is going on. Now, if I, even with all the extra time that I have available to me, cause now I'm not commuting. Right. I, I don't know about you, but it takes me three hours to uh, a day. That's how much time I spend in commute in my commute three hours a day. Oh. Right. That's how many, how much time I lose. Right. Um. So like that's, that's, that's time that I could be creating something, I could be doing something else, I could be spending with my kids, I could be practicing jujitsu, whatever. But those are three hours three hours that I'm doing, that I'm spending just pissing away, sitting on a train with other people who don't give a fuck about me. And that's fine. I mean, that's it's it's, it's just the nature of things, right? It's just the way life is, right? You, you know, I've situated myself in in such a way that I live in this house in the suburbs so that my kids can have a nice life and in exchange it's not only that I have to pay a certain amount of money but I'm paying also with my time right because I'm going in the work and I'm putting in my time
1: you know what time is really the biggest thing because you could put your time where you put your time Could go anywhere, it could go to most importantly the family, yeah, maybe your children and uh, job work. But spending so much time on transportation, yeah, it's it's like you, I, it sucks. I could use that time anywhere else, exactly. Continue,
0: continue. So, like, transportation is a big problem, but anyway, like, with all that said, I mean, there's. I mean, there's always going to be traveling, right? Some people yeah. fly for work, right? And spend days away from their family. So the inconvenience that I'm feeling in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. I mean, I've, growing up, I knew people who moved from Mexico and lived in Chicago and was work. they were working just so they can send money back to Mexico and they were living here by themselves. So, I mean... My inconvenience of three hours a day is not a big fucking deal in the grand scheme of things. But... Understood. um, uh,
1: Yeah. When when you describe it that way, I completely understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah. But it's just... um, So, like, to have another thing... In spite of all that, to have another thing to take me away from my family really, really, really is a problem. It it sucks. It sucks. But also... The I thing can,
1: I, see what you're yeah. I see what you're
0: saying, but the, the thing, the hobby thing, whether you can call it a hobby or not, I don't know what I would call it. Addiction. I don't know what you want to call it. I don't think it's addiction. Cause it's not, it's not something like that. You know, it's, it's not, it's not something like that. It's, it's, you know, so like, I don't want to kind of misconstrue or, or, you know, confuse yeah. things, but, um, it, it's, it, it won't leave me alone. I need to do the thing. I need to do whatever the thing is. jiu illustration. Fuck this podcast. Art. Art, art, art. right? I, I, and, uh, and if I don't, then I also have that same guilt, right? So like, it's like art is one of my children almost.
1: I, I, understand, I completely see what you're saying. Now, I'm not a parent. I'm mm-hmm. not a parent myself. But I completely see what you're saying. You made it you yeah. made me understand it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like that's that is the the problem, the pull that I feel from either side. <clears throat> if if for some reason somehow I manage to make something profitable, then I can justify the time that I'm spending. It's easier to justify the time. Cause then I could say, Oh, well, this is my job now.
1: Let me ask you this. I mean, I've been an artist my entire life, as have you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've made any money off being an artist, and maybe I never will., yeah. but I do not intend to stop being an artist? Yeah even if I don't make any money, I will continue I will always I will always write always work on film i even if i don't make any money i have no regrets yeah no what about you i mean i don't i don't if i make zero dollars i do not have any intentions of ever stop being an artist writer director filmmaker doesn't matter i have no even if i don't make any money what do you think do you uh, i mean of course we all want to make money.
0: Me yeah, of course.
1: Everyone does. If they say they don't they are lying. Yeah. I mean we all want to make money.
0: Well, I mean making money on the thing that you love, your passion, right? Um I, I'll call it a passion just for the lack of a better well, descriptor. Definitely
1: a passion. What yeah. for passion.
0: Yeah, my prison, my passion, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> this <laughs>
1: but,
0: but if you can if you can if you can make money on the thing Right? That'd be great. That would be great because then you can make more of the thing. Right? And then and then you can you can live off the thing and then the thing can be fed. Right? That that urge can be quenched, and then you can go about your day like Joe Schmo, except your day job is
1: your Your passion. Your prison. <laughs> your principles and
0: your passion.
1: Yes. Well but, said, sir. Well but, but, said.
0: But do you understand what I'm saying? Like
1: I you understand exactly what you're so, saying.
0: So so I mean am I going to stop making money? I mean am I am I going to stop making the thing? I don't I don't think I can. I've been doing it my whole life. Right? I'm still going to I'm still going to draw. I'm still going to make stuff. Um you better,
1: you better. You better not stop.
0: I think I think what I need to figure out is um how how to focus the energies so that we can you know so that I can make the money.
1: When you say focus the energies, what exactly do you mean?
0: Well, I have I have like you, I you know, I have ideas. Um and like,
1: I, future ideas.
0: Yeah. So like, for example, um, one of the things I've been wanting to do, and it's been something I've been kicking around for years is I've been wanting to write a comic book. Right. But I haven't, I have the ideas, I have the stories, I have the characters drawn, but I haven't put, and, and I've started, I've started like scripting the comic, but I've made it too big. Right. I know what I'm doing now. I, I I've I've seen what I've done to myself. I've made the story too big and it's gotten um uh, undoable, right? Like I'm never gonna get a chance to finish the story.
1: Undo when what I, I have to I have to say something. When you say undoable, what exactly do you mean? What do you mean as an artist by Doables.
0: Undoable in, in the sense that it's it's the story is so big, so large that it's not going to fit, that I'm not, it's not going to be, I can't make it. I can't create it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take too long, right? So what I should do is come up with a short story and 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 get the wheels turning. And that's where, where I'm what? at now. Okay. Oh
1: keep kicking ass
0: yeah that's but, where i'm at now but it, th- that's where i'm at now you
1: said i i am curious about your new project because you said that it's too big
0: uh-huh
1: what if you were to break it down into like In the- a trilogy and like have have like synopsis just a synopsis not the entire script just a synopsis of like break it down into three parts like the Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or something like that. Uh-huh. And just break it down into and, and don't even write the scripts. Just do synopsis of each part. If if this is something you really want to do, if you want to write just a remember, just a page, two, uh-huh. two pages of each part, and just keep it keep it small. If that's what you if, if this is something you really want to do. Break it down to two small, just, just synopsis. You
0: know what I mean? Absolutely. That's...
1: If, if that's what you want to do, go for it. It might help. It might help.
0: That is a fantastic idea. I'm going to do that.
1: Because it sounds like you've got something really good, like, worked up here. It's... I,
0: I don't know if it's good. Uh, I'll put it out and see what people think about it. They can shit all over it.
1: <laughs> hey, People shit all over everyone.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so what...
1: if, if it's something you really want to do, go for it.
0: Okay. So here, let me ask you. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm writing this comic book. Should I release this comic book for free or should no. I try? No.
1: Uh, well, it depends. Because, it, well, what, what, it's your comic book, so it's your choice. But at the same time, I, I had Julie's Smile out. I finished Julie's Smile a long time ago, and I had all these issues with these production designers, and I had to sue a couple people, and then I got it back, so I just released it for free. But that was after years of of oh my god! Yeah, the people a nightmare with that. But that's that that's that's my own experience. But I had to sue a couple of people with Jewish smile, and then when I finally got the rights back, I said fuck it. I don't sorry. Um, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put the movie out myself, and I released it myself. So then I did do you want to i was like you know what? i don't even care about the money anymore i just uh, the reason i made the film is for people to watch it which we discussed earlier yeah. i'm putting the movie I'm, i made the movie for people to watch and i'm 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 releasing it for free i don't even care about the money anymore <laughs> no, but <laughs> no i got i i went through i went through hell on julie smile i went through shit mm-hmm. and when i had the um screening at the Portage Theater, Fredo showed up. Fredo was there. I was like, oh, yeah. I was I wanted <laughs> this to go f- like 2013. This was years ago. Dude but Fredo wa- actually was there. I'm like, man, I love you.
0: I wanted to go to watch that too, man. But it was I forgot what was going on. It was probably like I, you know,
1: well, and that was 2013. That was years ago. I don't care.
0: So so one of the like you were saying, the cool thing about this production, right? Like or just making movies like you spend all this time you you create the story you get your crew together you, you you hang with these people for like a year or whatever depending on what crew what part of what part of the production they're involved in so like you know you you got your editor you got your sound designer you got your your actors you got whatever and then eventually you you crescendo you you reach the apex you put it in the theater Right. So, what is it that you take to the theater? Is it a DVD? Is it film?
1: Um, well, these days it could be anything. It, it could, could be, be anything, DVD. Yeah. It could be Blu ray. It could be online. Uh, these so, days it could be anything. So then the, but, but, but that moment, that moment, when even if it's a short film, if it's a feature, doesn't matter the moment when you screen your film to the public, yeah. something you've worked so passionately on, something you've written and you've directed yourself, something you are just, it, it means so much. It means, It's more than art. It's, it's your life. You're putting your life into this when you really really screen that for the public it is more than a film it is more than a film it is when you're showing it to the public it's more it's everything it's more than me it's more than it's it's everyone the cast the crew uh, and the audience and the audience the people watching it Every yes. single person that made it happen. And everyone that's watching it, it's everyone included. It all comes together. Mm. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. If they do like it, I love you. Well, I they, like
0: it. You get, you get <laughs> but,
1: but, oh, the effort. It takes years to make a film. It takes years to make a film. Julie's Smile took me like three or four years. Duel to Ram took me like three years. The Beauty of Fire took me probably. Uh, well, that was just, that was eleven minutes. That probably took me a year, a year and a half. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how long it takes me to make a film. I'll take ten years to make a damn film. Doesn't matter.
0: So when all you- what I
1: care about is getting what I need to be done and show it to the audience and hopefully they'll like it if they don't like it they don't like it i hope they do Mm -hmm. but you know every single person involved in making a film every single person the cast the crew myself everyone all of it it, it's everyone's putting a hundred percent effort into into Creating this and making a film, and like if I was a painter, I could just do it by myself. As a writer, I could just do it by myself. But when you're directing a film, that's a whole different story because you've got many, many, many people involved. You've got the whole cast, the whole crew, all these different locations. You got, and it's going to take months, maybe years usually many years to to make this film and, and and if you're real, if you're not and it's a gigantic in, involvement it's a, everything every every single thing you do if you want to direct a film you're all in if not don't even start mm. if don't even start don't even don't even bother because you're gonna, you're going to have a long commitment. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have the biggest commitment of your life, and if you're the director and you've also written it, you're you're, you're, you're all in. You're all in, or else don't start at all. Don't start at all. Don't even bother. Yeah. Because it's gonna be the biggest job you've ever done in your life, and not only are you not gonna make any money, you're spending money on it. So just it's going to be the biggest job you've ever done in your life, especially as a director. And I've directed a few, I've directed uh, multiple times, but uh, if you're not going to, if you're not going to be 100% in, don't even, don't even start. You have have to be, you have to be all in.
0: I know you make these movies that are, you know, um, that are more like, you know, psychological and stuff. Yes. Would you ever consider making a movie just for the bucks? Just for the cash? Like, would you say, I'm going to make this movie. It's going to make money. I know it's going to make money because it's it's like this movie and I'm going to sell it to Netflix. Would you ever consider doing that?
1: Like, That's a hard question.
0: Because you, I... you'll be doing what you like. In some ways, but you're not let's say somebody gives you the script and they say, Here's a script, I want you to produce it, we're gonna sell it to Netflix. But that's, it's not it's not something you want. It's like, I don't know, a superhero movie or something stupid, and you're like
1: that's, uh, the, uh, no. Uh, that's that's you, not an easy question to answer because you, everyone <laughs> wants money. I'm, yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you and say I don't want money. Of course, yeah. I want to be a millionaire just as much as the next person. Everyone does. Uh, but I also don't. As an artist, I don't want to make shit. I don't want to put crap out. But you know, if I could make, you know, if somebody could say, "Hey, here, here's 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 a million dollars to to direct this." shit movie <laughs> that would be hard it would be hard to say yes to that but well, it would also be hard to say no well, because here's, it's, it, you know what I mean
0: yeah oh no I, absolutely if someone said it hey it would
1: be hard to say yes to something that I have because, you know what I've only directed things written by myself but they're also you know more lore, obviously independent films but if somebody said, "Here's a million dollars, redirect a piece of shit," that's it. it. Would be hard to turn down, but it would be also hard to say yes to. You know what I mean?
0: I understand what you're saying. I mean, I, I know you you have you you have what you want to direct, right? But like, it, yes, but, I but,
1: only direct my own material.
0: But like, you know. I mean, it, a million,
1: is, million dollars
0: is a million dollars. A million dollars is a lot of fucking money, man. That's a lot
1: of fucking money, man.
0: Um, I, I mean, honestly, like if someone came to me and they said, "Look, you know, uh, if you draw, I don't know, weird, you know, naked pictures of whatever, and you're gonna make a million dollars, you know, you're gonna draw, draw obscene imagery, and you'll make a million dollars." I don't think I could do it because it's of the thing, right? Cause of the nature of the thing. But if it was something else that I still didn't like, but not obscene. Oh, I, I'd start well, drawing right now.
1: There's there's that conflict in there. There's yeah. that conflict where it's me as an artist of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then the business aspect of it, it's, yeah. it, it, it's both, it's both. I and mean, if, if, it's hard. It's not it doesn't go that way. If somebody if somebody asked me to shoot I mean, obviously Chicago right now is amazing with TV shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. T V amazing in Chicago right yeah. now. There are TV shows going on all the time.
0: One of the people I, I interviewed for, for the podcast is an actor in Chicago. And he, he which does a lot. He what do you mean which one? Which which podcast? Which actor? Which oh, actor? His name is
1: Enrique Guzman. Okay, I'm not.
0: I don't Yeah, no, but he, you know, because he he does, you know, he does uh, a lot of shows. He's an actor for. He's a working actor for a lot of shows. He's also a stunt guy, so he does a lot of that work. So he's a, stunt,
1: he's a stunt like stunt coordinator.
0: No, I well, you know what? I don't know if he's a stunt coordinator, but he's a he does he does stunts. So he'll jump in when actor so and so. Uh, needs to like fall off a tree or something you know he just goes on and does does the falling but like
1: uh, sorry to interrupt but you've done stunt coordinating before
0: i have i did the stunts for um your friend
1: that was like damn like 12 years ago
0: it was a long time ago yeah
1: that was 12 years ago man that was damn it's so good to talk to you dude this is great
0: Oh, dude! Funny thing about that per- that particular stuff. Um, I was working the I was working with the with the with the actors for the stunts, and uh, luckily I had a friend with me, uh, to help demonstrate some of the stunts. And uh, <laughs> while I was demonstrating the stunts, I broke my pinky toe. You did. I did
1: Your pinky toe.
0: I broke my pinky toe. My pinky toe went like this. Like this is my toe. And then it went like this. It went like straight like on a on a right angle. And uh and uh it hurt like a son of a bitch. And oh, then I was boy. just like like I had to play it off. I'm pretty sure people notice, because I mean, all of a sudden I can't continue with the stunts for the night. Also, like
1: you know, I remember I remember one time, I was like, we're going back, but I remember one time when you had uh you had an injured foot. And I filmed, I filmed a um, martial arts seminar. And it, remember that?
0: Vaguely, was that? Like
1: that a, was like 2008, 2009. This was your. This was many years ago. Holy! But you had an injured foot, and I was a friend of yours that was running the class. I, I filmed both because you were going to film that. And but you had you 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 had an injury, so I was I was filming it. Do you remember this? I remember. I I kind of it's it's totally
0: not. I kind of do remember this because the guy who was running the seminar was the guy who helped me out when I broke my toe. (laughs) He was the guy who was there. Really? Yeah, because that guy.
1: oh like, sorry i'm not no
0: slapped, no, but... no 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 it's hilarious it's laugh please it's hilarious but like yeah no that that guy that we did the seminar for that we shot the seminar for that guy was the guy who was helping me coordinate the stunts the night i broke my toe
1: <laughs> okay wow yeah And wow. so like okay. it,
0: it was funny because afterwards uh i forgot how we ended it i think we probably ended it short because i mean it, it's been years i don't remember too well but yeah so like um i sat on the side for a while and then I, I i pulled my toe back immediately and pretended like nothing happened right um uh then i went and sat on the side he ran the rest of the stunts and then we called it a night right so we probably ended early anyway um but i think we had done enough work where it, it didn't matter so then from there uh, i was gonna walk home and then realized i can't fucking walk like it was just my pinky toe but my foot oh. my foot had swollen up so bad i couldn't I walk. Even walk i can't even i couldn't even put my shoe on and it started hurting like a motherfucker. it started throbbing and so i was like dude you know i, I i'm sorry to bother you man but you think you can drive me home i know i'm like i'm, I'm like three blocks away can you just drive me home and he's like yeah man no problem and so like and I, I you know that he drove me home but interesting thing i'm gonna have that guy in the podcast too soon so
1: uh um, oh, okay
0: yeah he's um he's he's a, a really uh well-trained uh stick fighter he's he's a martial artist he knows a, A bunch of a dozen. (laughs) You're doing the wavy hands, but yeah, that's
1: that's the best I can do.
0: (laughs) But yeah, no, he's he's a martial artist, just like you know, he's he's got he's you know he's mastered several disciplines. But um,
1: and you know a lot, you know a lot about martial arts.
0: I do. I I I have a purple belt in jujitsu. I've fought in the golden gloves. I've um. Uh, I, I'm an amateur kickboxer so yeah but no but like but,
1: you, but, but you're trained I'm you're trained, trained. Yeah.
0: yeah I haven't, I haven't know, fought in you years you know what
1: you're but. up to you know what's up
0: I know enough to, to know that not to start a fight <laughs> which well, I think I is I don't want to start a fight either yeah I, I think a lot of people think that, uh, that they can, they can fight and I know enough that I don't I shouldn't
1: <laughs> yeah well people are idiots yeah. if, they, if they're not actually trained it's like yeah you don't want to get into this um look what? Who are some of your favorite directors? Film directors? Oh, dude,
0: you're gonna be real disappointed with who my directors are.
1: Say whatever you want.
0: Okay, I me mean, obviously, obviously, it's gonna be people like fucking Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese. Okay, Scor- uh, Scorsese, of course. Yes. Um, who else? You see, the other thing though too is, it's like I don't watch movies like you watch movies. Cause I really like um, the action stuff. Although I, there are movies that I like that are that are like uh, you know your, your regular you know um, dramas or whatever. I just can't think of them right now. But I mean, I I'm going to tell you right now. Like it, it's not because I don't like him, but Francis Ford Coppola is not something I. He's not someone I would consider my favorite director. Okay. And, but it's not. I'm not dissing him or anything like that it's just you know I just I like Scorsese I like Tarantino I love Sc-
1: Scorsese is yeah. one of the reasons I'm a filmmaker
0: yeah I can see he's, that he's, he's amazing he with the reads, camera huh he's amazing with the camera I mean
1: Goodfellas Come Good, on.
0: Goodfellas is one of my favorite favorite movies I mean top five
1: me too Man. You, you can't go wrong with that. It's just like start to finish. It's just really one of the greatest, and it's a true story. These are based on real people, and yeah. everyone's like, "Bill Pesci is so crazy," and it's like, "Well, these are based on real people."
0: Yeah, real people. People. People are crazy. People are crazy.
1: People are crazy. People. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I am too. I don't know. Not so your you crazy, though.
0: I think we're all kind of crazy. I mean, we have to be. Everyone to,
1: is. Yeah to, yeah, to
0: live in this world, everybody's got a little of their own psychosis going on.
1: You know what? That's where my writing comes from. Is because of the just experiencing the world and just watching people and just listening to people is maybe a lot of the writing that I do is. comes from just being part of this world and because it's it's just like but but then creating my own version of it you know what I mean? Creating my own version and my own fictional characters of what I experience in the world and because the world's much more insane than anything we're going to see in a movie (laughs) yeah but, I mean, well, some movies are more insane, but, but at the same time, it's like, where do I get my inspiration from? I've been asked this many times, because I've never, I've never directed anything written by somebody other than myself. Maybe someday I will. I think maybe we, we might have touched on this topic before, but everything I write... Comes from comes from experiences I've had, or things I've seen, or things I've just had horrible nightmares about. Well, probably more 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 about horrible nightmares I've had about. (laughs) So
0: you have you had an interesting experience that you relayed to me way back when you and I were working at that shitty job.
1: Oh God! What? Anyway,
0: and well, one of the before before I bring this story up, um, but you, uh, like I, one thing that I appreciated you for during that time is that that job was horrible. It was they really didn't have any respect for us. They treated us really badly. Um, yes. Yes. There were, there were days that I worked forty eight hours, and you were right there with me. And I was the manager, and I couldn't ask you to stay. They asked me to stay. I couldn't. They made ask, you stay. They made. They me made stay. They made me stay. I couldn't do that to you because I guess legally I can't. But you stayed. You
1: were the manager. You couldn't.
0: But you stayed. You stayed with me anyway. You, Sid, Fredo, all you guys hung in with there. Hung in there with me, man. And. I don't think I ever expressed my gratitude to you guys because one of the reasons I was able to keep that job, that shitty fucking job was because I had you guys, you guys had my back. Oh, uh, fucking. And you
1: had our backs. You and had our backs. I
0: tried my best. Dwayne too. Dwayne, Dwayne. Remember Dwayne?
1: Dwayne was the man.
0: He had our backs too, man. Like all these guys, all these cats. Oh.
1: we were stuck in a really bad situation
0: and we couldn't it, we worked so much they paid us so little and
1: the, and they treated us like shit
0: they really and they told us they told us to our faces that we were expendable they remember i don't know if you remember that the general manager walked onto the floor and and said
1: you're all excusable yes you're, I you're
0: I, all expendable is what he said to us And you're
1: all replaceable.
0: Replaceable. That's what he said. That's what he said. You remember?
1: Yeah, you're all replaceable. And we're like, well, fuck this. Yeah. I'll go work at McDonald's or something.
0: Yeah, if they would hire me. But apparently, I have too much fucking with a fucking college degree. They're not going to fucking hire
1: me. Yeah. You know what? At the time, I didn't even have a college degree.
0: Mm. But anyway, I don't think I ever thanked you for that, man. Thank you.
1: Well, well, you're I, hanging in I there with I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you saying that.
0: I think, um, I, you know,
1: and it was, uh, uh, nah, yeah.
0: But anyway, I I never thanked you for that, man. Like I, um, that job really was a low point for me, man. And you, you and the crew, all you guys, we stuck
1: together. We, we stuck the, together, the and you, people. and, and you we made Dwayne it. Sid, Fredo, we stuck together,
0: and and you guys made it easier.
1: We, yeah, likewise. And, Likewise.
0: And thank you. Um, but and anyway.
1: Thank you too. All right. I, like I love talking to you, man. It's uh, been too long.
0: Yeah. Well, you I'm going
1: gonna, gonna to crash. I'm going to take no, a break. Okay,
0: so hold on. Hold on. Before we go, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you want to talk about your YouTube channel? Do you want to – what do you want to – tell me. Yes. Tell, tell the people who are listening where they can find you.
1: I want – everyone to see my new film duality of memory and it's a masterpiece. Of course it is. I made it. And, and then what also go on YouTube and look at my first feature film, Julie's smile, which is also a masterpiece because I made it. And then Look at a short film, a short film I made called the beauty of fire masterpiece.
0: Of course. I mean, why, why would it deviate? From the rest, but
1: but, but I, do, I when I say these things, I don't want to sound like I am being arrogant or or being being cocky or anything like that. What I what I really want to say is I want to acknowledge the people who worked with me on these films oh. because they're they're excellent films. Okay, and the so when you say is excellent, the the acting is phenomenal. And I and I don't I go slow when I write. When I write, I take my time. Oh, I don't care. I'll take I'll take two through four. I'll take five years. I'll take ten years. I don't care how long it takes me to write a script till it's done. And and, and that's the most important part is the writing because if the writing's not there, you got nothing.
0: I, I, I appreciate that you clarified the masterpiece thing because I thought you were just being funny and silly. But you're you're saying it in honor of the people that helped you make these movies. It's a masterpiece because of all the people that helped you. You every
1: every single one of them. It's every your way. Single person that worked on my films, they the films would not be that good without them.
0: It's it's your way of appreciating the hard work and the time that they devoted to your project. And that's that you call it a masterpiece because it's it's 100%. All the,
1: it's all the people are, that helped you on it. 100%. 100%. I couldn't have done this without them.
0: Mm. I, I feel the same thing, same way about the people and the guests that I have on this show. I can't do this without them. I appreciate well, every I single one you
1: want to talk, we can, but my films, I couldn't. I've got my cinematographer, my editor, my music designer, my sound designer, every single person. I wouldn't want to make a film without these talented people. Excellent. And the, act, the actors, everyone, every single person, I would not want to make a film. I probably wouldn't shoot it. If, if I couldn't have these people on the board.
0: It's because that's how much you love these people. That's great.
1: Not, not just because of how much I love them, but because of how talented they are. Mm. Because of them. Because well, of them. Forget about me. Forget about me. Mm-hmm. I don't care about myself. Myself, I mean, I, mean I'm, I feel like I'm a decent writer and a decent director, but these people, I could not make a film without I so, wouldn't want to. I oh. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to make a film with people as talented as these because they're so talented. They're so good, and and that's why many other people use them. Many other people cast these actors. Mm. Many other people want the the this DP to shoot this. Many people want these producers. It's one. Everyone want. Everyone wants to use them. Everyone wants, to, when I say use them, I don't mean use them. I know like, what you mean. In a selfish mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, I,
0: know, I know what you mean. You, everybody wants if, to have them if on their everyone,
1: curve. If you want talented people to work on your film. And I've never stopped working on film. And I never will.
0: Good for and you, man. I
1: wrote, I, and this, is a, this is a tight team. This is a very, very good team. And we are going to stick together. And I will not. I'm, and I've done a lot of producing, like, or just co-producing, producing, co-producing, whatever. Whatever it makes, whatever it takes to get the film done. That's that's all I care about. And I've been working. I've never stopped working on the film.
0: Excellent. All right, man. Well, look, I'm going to make sure that I get all your all your information and put it in the description. So, like, so people can find your movies and your YouTube. So, people who are listening make sure that you check out the description for Eric's um all Eric's movies so anyway uh I'm gonna wrap it up man I know you said you wanted to call it quits it's uh we've been on here for about a couple hours now
1: damn how long have we been on sir like I uh, will 6 six thirty.
0: yeah we jumped on a little late uh, or not actually not too late but like, we we chatted a little bit and then and then we turned it on
1: so I, I finally I enjoy talking to you tonight. Dude, it's been I, great. It's been good.
0: And you know, I, I'll, I'll probably I'm gonna I'm gonna have to poke you again for, for You're gonna poke me. Well, you know, You're like gonna, I'm gonna you. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to you know get you back on the podcast is what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: i don't oh, have to get either. you back oh, up. yeah yeah we'll think about that next time <laughs> i don't really understand well, i have a stick but here yeah, just, yeah we'll talk <laughs> anytime you want man yeah. we can do this anytime you want
0: man for sure man for sure i'll, I'll make sure to to, to reach out so to you to,
1: it's so good to reconnect next, garrett it's i it's been too long it's For sure, too long
0: hey, man, i mean i miss you man. man love you too brother. But it's
1: hey, all my love i love all my love dear family thank you brother Lo- okay. You. Have a good night. All
0: right. Thanks so much Thanks. for listening. This is this is Egerl with the show with the floral Podcast. We'll catch you next time.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: The song you're listening to is titled Dizzying Heights by Tape Machines. You can find them over at Epidemic Sound. Make sure you use my referral link for Epidemic Sound in the description. Any signups and music purchases you make gives the show a nice little kickback. If you dug this episode, head on over to theflowrollpodcast.com where I have more episodes and you can shop at my store, get yourself a mug, maybe a throw pillow, etc. Uh, You can find plenty of more nonsense over on Instagram where we go under the name The Flow Roll. Make sure you help out the podcast by liking, subscribing, and commenting wherever you listen to your podcasts. It was really really good catching up with my friend uh, I missed him I, I really really truly missed this guy I haven't seen him in years it was it was good to see him and uh, he you know I really meant what I said I, I thank you Eric for sticking by me back in the old days uh, it, it was a rough ride there in those days and, and uh, it's good to see that you're doing well I, I missed you man I'm glad we got a chance to talk thank you man. I I really am grateful for you, man. And I got nothing but love for you, brother. Hopefully we can do it again. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll catch you next time. Bye.